Hey, what's up? This is your girl Jody with the Jody Inspired Show. Check out this next episode, episode number seven, No More Victims, a panel discussion about the violence in Columbus, Ohio. Okay. Um, I'm going to skip the question I was going about. I was about to ask. I have another question, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go. I'm going to ask that question a little bit later. Yeah. Um, you know, we need to see Melissa. We need, we need, we need to see. They need to see all of our, all of our emotions. They need to. We need to give them the real and see. This is serious. We're losing our babies. I mean, a mother the other day just lost her fourteen-year-old son. Was just like. I don't know, you know. She was like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like she was like, he didn't know nobody out in that neighborhood. Um, she, she, and she told the parents. She gave the parents some, um, some advice in a news story, you know, just saying, know what your kids are doing. Um, you know, keep up with your kids. Know who their friends are. Um, you know, she said, I don't know why my son was out in the neighborhood and what he was doing. Um, and you, and she, you know, we need to have these real conversations and, um, we need to have it in order for us to move forward. What, what next step should we, we do as a, as a community to, to help move us forward? You know, everybody, I know what we can do, you know, because we're already out here doing it, but what can we, there's a lot of people that want to help. They want to help. They, there's people that live in the suburbs that don't deal with any of this stuff. There's people that that want to get involved and want to do something, but they just don't know how to. So how can we involve them and we can, and, you know, and give them next steps of what we can do to move forward? And I will ask um, um Tyrone, you've already kind of touched it with the code, Ralph. I, how about yeah, you? I, that, that's where that's where I wanted to go with that was um. It's the it's the code, really. Um, I say that to the young people, especially the, the the connections that I'm making with the young people, the ones that these youth that are robbing, stealing, and killing are seeing. Because even though I'm only 35 years old, they look at me as, as old. They call me OG. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, well, man, I I don't think I'm that old. I mean, I, I challenge them all day. I tell them like, man, I can still run faster than you. I don't care if you're 18 or 16. I still can get up there. Um. But it's just the code, and, and I challenge them all the time. Like, man, listen, I'm soft running through and through, and you you can't tell me nothing no different. You know what I mean? I walk around the streets. I don't leave after 6 o'clock, okay? I'm out there, okay? And I tell the young people now, the ones that's rapping, trapping, whatever, don't claim my neighborhood if you're not doing nothing to try to save it. And I will stand on that, okay? And that means you out here walking around with a pocket of money, Give me some of that. Let's go. Let's go buy some book bags for some of these kids. Let's get some school shoes. Donate some kids some water or some food or something to one of these community events. We got to get involved ourselves. Yes. Being from the community, even if you don't live there, you got people that wake up there that can't move out the hood, and you got ones like me. I, I'm not going nowhere. I'm there. Fourteen fifteen East Eighteenth Avenue. That is my residence. That's where I'm at, and that's where my family gonna stay. And that's where you know what I mean. That's 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 my neighborhood. That's my passion. You can't pay me for this. I don't want no job in in, in um in what I do. You cannot pay me to serve my community, and I'm very passionate about that. It's individuals that may not even be from there that do more than the people that's there. The people that's that's 
in jail right now probably for robbing or stealing or whatever from the neighborhood. No, you you poison my neighborhood. Okay, so if you want if you want say you want to claim it, then do something to serve it. That's what we need to do. Serve our community. Love the individual there. You got people that's that's that just moved it. They don't know nothing about the neighborhood, but they got a good deal in the house. They paying a, a, a nice mortgage or rent. Okay. Now I need I need y'all to understand how passionate and prideful that this community is. Lennon is a real big community. Okay, and we have stricken with gun violence like crazy. When I was growing up, we had we had winos, we had drunks, and we had you know the 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 uh, uh, crack and you know say had drugs hit our hit our streets. But nothing like this violence is hitting our streets because we had a code. We not we not fighting with each other in our own neighborhoods. Now you may have rival people or gangs or something maybe come in and y'all y'all doing whatever, but it's never nobody around the corner from you. Y'all went y'all go to elementary school together. Can you know I ask you? Oh, yeah. You know that we, you know, all around the world, like it's international, it's, it's national. Everyone is screaming, Black Lives Matter. Yeah. And most of all the homicides are Black Lives, and it's suspect, suspects are Black, the victims are Black. Black Lives Matter is being screamed and marched and protests all around the world. Why have why hasn't it reached our neighborhoods? Like, why don't our babies? Why are why if Black Lives Matter? Why so, is our babies out here killing each other? Be, that and that and that and that question has always been. It, that's two two parallels. This has been was on the backs of police police brutality and killing our 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 people. That's where this came from. Okay, what we facing right now is people trying to survive, clout chase, uh uh uh, uh hold hold up a uh, um of standard that I got to be the tough guy or I got to be the rough and toughest gangster or whatever the case may be because I didn't have that father figure or 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 or, or mother figure my mom was on drugs my daddy was in jail that's what we facing right now okay, these kids are facing. not being taught that it's starting in okay. the house okay i was raised by an older woman okay i was taught these certain things and respect was the biggest forefront of that my mom couldn't chase me out the house she couldn't chase me if i were out the house she couldn't chase me but it was the fact that knowing that when I got in trouble, who I'm going to call first. And she was the first person told me, you get in trouble, you're going to be down there. And guess mm -hmm. what? That five hours, that well, that day in DH did enough for me. I that never should have inside of that until I came back and worked for the DH in which I was in when I was younger. That was enough for me. Okay? But that's not everybody's story. That's not everybody's testimony. Because every day is the best blessing and every year that i live is a true testimony and i gonna make sure these young people know and feel it because it's coming from the heart so how you how you get involved you donate share the information connect the individuals you may know somebody that that needs this connect them to us sean was just on here you got but but uh uh Stu on here you got miss miss uh melissa on here you got tyrone here connect them to us help push our mission because we are serving in different capacities. But at the end of the point, it's, it's to serve. We are serving our community in which we love. And it's all over. Because my thing is, if it can work in London, being one of the biggest communities in Columbus, it can work anywhere in Ohio and then some. Okay. It can work anywhere. But okay. get, involved. get involved. That's that's the main thing. That's all I got to say. Get involved. And, and there it is. Okay. So, Stu, and then I'm going to toss it to Tyrone, and then I'm going to bring it back to Melissa. 
Stu, uh, I know we've been talking. We've been talking a little bit about homes, and we know that some of the root cause may stem from the home and their environments. Like, if, there was an old saying, and I'm probably messing it up, but maybe Melissa may know. Um, when they say when a, when you when a child messes up in school or when a child is doing something out in the public or in the community, follow that child home, and then you'll understand why you know this child is out you know doing what they're doing um i used to be a, a outreach a outreach counselor i've worked at the buckeye ranch i've worked at um hannah neal um star so i've I've had i've worked with a lot of at-risk youth um as a as a as a youth counselor i i had to go to the schools I had to go to the doctor's appointments. I had to talk to the parents. I had to be inside the homes. I, I was everywhere. Anything and everything that that child was a part of, I was a part of. So I was able to touch every single person from their from the school to their homes to the courts. I was, you know, the doctors, I was a part of all that. So my thing is, how do we get inside the homes? And I was able to make a difference once I got inside the home. How do we how do we how do we do that? How do we reach the, the homes if they're not a part of um, a, 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 a facility or something like that? Like, how do we reach them? Um, I found through just observing and, you know, just watching when we engage in on Mondays out in Linden. I find kids teaching their moms and their parents. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Um, I find that we give information to kids whose parents aren't there, but their kids go and they educate their parents and they bring them back to us to where they become interested. Oh, um, so we can get the parents through the, through the kids. You, 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 well, and what I mean by that, Jody, is that a lot of times you have at events, you have, we have programs, events. We can have a lot of things to where we tell the kids trick or treat, trick or trunk, whatever it may be. We we recommend, we always recommend. We you know we don't require, but we recommend that you bring your parents with you. It's a slim chance that that happens, but what happens is that when you have a kid that comes back home, and they tell you the importance of what that event was, the importance of what the resources is that's going on there. Um, you find that that kid is educating that guardian, that parent to where now they become wanting to invest in whatever that kid is doing now. And now they want to come and participate because now it's starting, it, it clings to where it, it, it can help the household. So you have to find a way to where it can be an intelligent conversation to where the kid can go and share it with their parents. Um, because that's what we find. And now a lot of parents uh, just look into the nature of the world now. A lot of parents of today, where these parents, where the kids are suffering, where the 14-year-olds are running out on their moms, um, a lot of them didn't get that uh, uh, that education. A lot of them are struggling and still try, probably trying to get their GEDs or whatever, probably don't know how to read or write, if we want to be real. Um, a lot of these uh, parents skip these classes to where they just want to fake the punk until they make, you know, faking it until they make it. Um, but you find intelligent kids now. You have a generation of smart kids, and I just go back to where kids have a discerned mindset, um, and they they know how to go and adapt to where you have kids that know how to go and just pretty much have a, a conversation with their mom to where is educating their mom. Mom, did you know this? Well, hey, let me share this with you. 
And then now you just find their mom educating them. So when you bring the information or material to a kid where their parent ain't there and their mom is going and that kid runs back home, either with that food box or that resource, hey, mom, guess what you missed? Well, let me tell you the importance of this that you missed. Then that's when you find out that the, the, the script flips to when now where the parent wanted to be nosy and find out, okay, now what is really going on? And then once you get them to be nosy, that's all you need. Hey, once I get you to be nosy, I got you. And um, that's all I need. I just need you to be wanting to be tenant. And once we get that household to be tenant and understanding okay. uh, to the resources and to how the value of life is, then that's when you'll see the interchange of things in your community change. But you have to find that what is that root? What is the origin of that person who the household listens to or who it comes to and connects and learns from? And then you give that information to them because nine times out of 10, that's how it gets spread around is from the listening ears of that person that asks the questions and then gives it back to you. You remember how it was when we was kids, we will always challenge our parents. Mom, did you know, especially when we found something out, did you know that George Washington Carver made peanut butter? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you, you know, we was excited right. to know stuff like that. Like, you know, it was just stuff that we know, and, you know, it was just stuff that we ran and then your mom may not know it, but they did know it. And then so, so, they so, so we, we reached the, we reached the guardians through the kids. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Pretty okay. much. That's how you do it. Okay. So I have, a, I have a, this is, this is a different question. Cause I'm gonna wrap it up pretty soon. Cause I don't had you guys a long time giving all this great information to the world. Um, I, I want to touch on, because this is really big in our community, huge in our community. The no snitch code. How harmful is this no snitch code on our community? And I'm first going to ask Tyrone, and then I'm going to take it to Melissa. Tyrone, are you still there? Did he fall asleep? Tyrone? I don't think he's asleep. I think he's He's frozen. frozen. Okay, Tyrone, you might have to leave and come back. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, because he hasn't moved. Okay, well, I'm going to Melissa. Melissa, how 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 um harmful is this no snitch code in our community? Well, no, it is no snitching code has been around for generations, as we know. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, however, should we, is, should we explain what the no, no snitch is for the ones that don't know what this means? Well, no snitching is is a code of, of ethics in your community where if something goes down, you were um, a part of it or you know about it and you get caught, you don't say anything, right? Um, even if that means that you have to do an immense amount of time. There are people doing life in prison off of the no snitching code. Um, in the building that I teach in, and I won't reveal the building that I teach in because I haven't gotten permission to be in my teacher form. I am here as an advocate, but in the building that I teach in, um, that is a big issue. And it's because of the neighborhood that they are in. That is the mantra of their families, their uncles, their brothers, their mothers, their sisters. I don't want Mm -hmm. to try to seem biased that criminal activity is a male activity, right? Um, But what we try to do, you know, in in my personal life, as well as in my teacher world, we try to live by the national mantra. You see something, you say something. But I go a little bit deeper. I try to explain when you allow somebody to place the no snitching code into your spirit it is a it is a form of power over you it is yeah, a form yeah Jody i um no i didn't fall asleep 
Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Can anybody hear me? <laughs> yes. Wait, wait a minute. Oh, what are you doing? I did that a couple of times. Did you? <laughs> can you hear me now? Yes. We all can. Everybody hear him? Yes, we can hear you. <laughs> Go ahead, <laughs> Mr. Thomas. <laughs> but, okay, well, listen, what's, what's talking about the nose Maybe system. he has a lag. Maybe that's what it is. It, he could have a lag. Okay. Um, um, but my train of thought. Oh, so it is. I tried to explain. Um, you know how, especially our our thirteen year olds to you know twenty five year olds, that they wouldn't tell me what to do. Ain't nobody got control over me. You know, you hear that? You better quit talking to me. You know, I hear I get that a lot. <laughs> you better quit talking to me. Um, you know, and I and, and, Melissa. Yeah, yeah. You know, they they try it. They try it. <laughs> try it. So, um, but. The more in the in the serious note about it is, it has become such as they has been saturated in their spirit, and it has it has paralyzed people into fear, because now just like the gentleman that was on earlier said, if I say something, I legitimately now am fearing for my life, if I say something right, so. There has to be a, and I honestly don't have the answer right now. I have, I've, I want just to have a, a better, a deeper dive into this because it is so important. We had a wonderful uh, training with some homicide detectives, mm -hmm. and the one thing that they say in that homicide training, you mothers want justice, and we want to give you justice, but when we don't know anything. When we don't have any information, we can't do anything. But guess who has the information? The community has the information. The straight talk. Have, Go ahead. We have to normalize. We have to normalize it being, first of all, try to deprogram the no snitching code, right? Yes. And yes. that comes that comes in early education. And it means consistent saturation in that. But other and another thing we have to do is we have to provide and we can't do it. Well, maybe we can, but there has to be a guaranteed safe place, safe arena that people yeah. can come and say what they know mm -hmm. and have zero reper repercussions yes. from what they say and what they know. And also... I mean, shoot, the gangsters had it. What the 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 John Gotti and all them they had. What was it? witness protection, right? I mean, I'm being funny when I say it, but I mean something has to be offered to these people who know things because I'm not. If I knew that it was going to be me saying something or my grandmother getting killed, I'm not saying nothing, saying anything. I'm going to get quiet. I'm going to stay quiet. If it's going to be me accidentally knowing this information, I don't even want to know this information. And it's going to be me or my baby get killed. I'm not saying nothing. So that is the parallel. Where do we go when it's really killed or be killed over information? That's a dangerous tread. Mm. I don't have an answer for that. I don't. Okay. Anybody else want to speak on a no snitch? Do you have anything to say about the no snitch? Tony. Oh, there I go. I was trying yeah, to get my phone on mute. Um, 
No, I'm 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 just pretty pretty much writing off of what uh what Melissa said. You you right. I mean and I mean it goes as far as to where you just have to be careful. When we was growing up, you know, the snow snitch was and you didn't really have to be a part of it if you just saw it, you know, and you just you know, you just knew not to say anything. And that's where we are now with these young kids, is even with these circles that they're in, um, that you you just don't say nothing. If you say something, then hey, they don't know who it is because they know that you was around. So you just got to be careful. There's no snitches a little serious than how it was when we was. You know, you might get your tail kicked or whatever. But now you see that the no snitch is a little bit more serious with these kids. Now you snitching and you here today and going tomorrow. So it's just a so different level. How do we level protect the kids? Like, I mean, we want them to talk, but how do we how do we protect them? Go ahead, Rob. Oh, um, so. Yeah, again, the whole no such a thing was a parallel for if you was in that realm, in that field, you're selling drugs, you're robbing, stealing, whatever, then if I'm you doing a crime with me, and yeah, you may have been the one that did the crime, uh, but then I'm the one that got caught because, again, guilty by association. So if you don't want to be that one to be put in that box and be the one in that interrogation room, then you might want to get out of it because then you are faced with that parallel. You might have a baby on the way. You might have just had a baby. You might just be a baby yourself and you ain't lived yet, ain't got no offspring or nothing. But however, you running with the wrong people, so now you put in that box. So then, again, are you going to fall in that or are you about to serve this time for somebody else's crime? But this is your boy, this is your homeboy, your brother. And now you 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 ain't getting uh no commissary on your books this person that you ride or die for but again you governed by this code but then again they're not taking care of you while you in there okay so if you want to be faced with this and have to worry about worrying about being in that realm then again this is the code that you signed up for so if you're going to be in this realm trust and believe this is your code this is your uh, uh your contract per se okay if you're going to be in that realm of the code. So they say live by the code, die by the code. You're going to serve and you're going to be in jail by this code and be stuck with it because this is the life that you're choosing. These kids have to want to do different. If you want to be in this realm, you want to be a gangster, you want to be all the, the people that you see, then this is what you're going to have. This is going to be what you have to live by. I myself, I didn't want to go in that realm. Do you think hip hop, the hip hop culture, hip hip hop music, do y'all think it may have a um an influence or impact on the decisions that our young people out, are doing out here with these vi uh, the violence and the killings and the shootings and all this? How well, does impact has hip hop has well, something to do with it? I think music in general um has the power because because if you, I mean, if you listen to the gospel music, it puts you in a different mindset. Yes, okay, yes. if if you listen to, I don't know, I, I I make it a joke, but I 